Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. <laughs> we are season five, episode nine. <laughs> it is the Garage Tours episode. And uh, for those of you who are wondering why we're laughing, is we have <laughs> we have a little technical difficulty. Thank God he's right across the street. eating lost 10 pounds. Uh, we're presented by Pioneer. You know, Pioneer supports automotive events and cool car shows like Joe's Mini Bike Reunion for years. And we appreciate their support. And you can count on them to bring you all the latest in audio technology. Check them out at pioneerelectronics.com. I want to thank the sponsors of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, our friends at Studs Power Sports. Uh, on the show tonight, we're going to have Eric from Studs. Uh, he's going to be featured as one of our guests on Garage Tour tonight, as well as uh, the Dahlia guys, uh, Carmine and Greg Dahlia from uh, Long Island. Looking forward to catching up with those guys. You remember uh, us talking about those uh, Dahlia brothers when we were working on the Barris Super Stalker project with Evil Ed. Uh, also want to give a shout out to uh, our friend, Sam Blackburn. Sam's going to join us. Uh, you guys may remember Sam from uh, Joe's mini bike reunion last year. Sam's uh, got those big boy Harrison bikes that he works on with a, a good group. Uh, they call themselves uh, Cocore Racing. We'll find out what the uh, story behind the name is, as well as uh, some other interesting things from Sam, I'm sure, as we get into the podcast. Before we do that, I want to uh, thank our friends over at D1 Productions. <laughs> as well as Linda for uh, putting up with this shit. You know, it's been a while. It's been a while. We're, <laughs> I think I may have been off my game. I may have had like a switch offer on, but uh, I don't know. We're here now. We're live. We're going to have some fun. I had a good time this weekend. I had uh, the chance to finally, you know, it was finally, it wasn't 115 degrees around here. It has been so hot. And Evil Ed was going to drop by, and uh, we were going to put on a new carburetor, adjust the brake, you know, detail, and just give a final once-over uh, to the Barris Superstocker mini bike. And we finally got to it. It was only 95 degrees this weekend. So Ed came over, and, uh, you know, he's doing his typical deal. Uh, he, I try to help him as much as I can, and that usually means staying out of his way, but you know, I, I had the carburetor, the stock went pretty much loose and ready to be replaced. And, you know, he had to do a couple little things, like I said, to adjust the brakes. And before you knew it, he had it dialed in and he was, you know, he gets up after being on his knees and we had to take the seat off to get to the spark plug. And, you know, he wanted to put a kill switch on, but we really didn't want to take the engine cover off and worry about scratching the paint because it was for Joji, Joji Barris. Bears Customs, you know, the Batmobile guy. So we wanted to be careful about how that thing looked. So we were delicate and it needed uh, it needed to shut off. So we had to go old school with one of those uh, little bolt-on metal touch the spark plug and it cuts off. That was our version of the old school kill switch for those of you who had mini bikes back in the day. And we brought that back on and we got it running and it was great. It was great. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's on the Facebook page. And it'll show you some photos of Ed down in the garage with uh, his dog, Loka. And it'll uh, also give you a chance to see a cool little video of Ed flying up and down the street. And I always love seeing that smile on his face and that beard separating. So uh, we've been having a good time. I want to give a shout out to our friends over at uh, the Honda Grom Lifestyle Group. All my guys that I ride with, uh, I'm probably going to take a few weeks off because uh, I've got some work to do. I'm going to be heading to Scottsdale for the off-road Expo featuring the Sandsport Super Show. It's going to be at the Westworld Outdoor Arena, 
which is where they have the big Barrett Jackson auction. And we're going to be there October the 17th and the 18th. Join us, come by and say hi. We're going to be out there with uh, Boom Boom. Um, Cousin Eddie may make a cameo. Uh, Terry, maybe Steve. These are folks, I'm sure, and faces that you'll be familiar with if you see them. They've been their old OG Joe's Mini Bike Reunion staff. So we're going to be at the show. Maybe I'll see some of the guys from Arizona out there. Dave Darnell, if you're out there listening, or maybe Joe Petrelia. Uh, who else out there? John Benet Ramsey. Uh, you know, come out, say hi. And if uh, you're cheap and don't want to pay whatever it costs to get in, give me a text in advance and I'll uh, meet you in the back gate and we'll let you in. Don't tell anybody. All right. So tonight's podcast is uh, the continuation of garage tours and I want to get right to it. You know, we got the Lakers and the Yankees happening all at once, not to mention the fact that um, it's late on the East coast. Let's take this opportunity to uh, bring in our uh, first guest for garage tours tonight, Carmine and uh, Greg Dahlia. Welcome to the podcast guys. Thanks for having us, Joe. Great, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Hey, um, who's the older one? He is by three years, 56, 53. And how did you two get hooked into mini bikes? As kids growing up, always had something, but our father always came home with like a Lombretta or a Vespa. And uh, as the years went on and we got older and were able to get the toys that we always wanted, uh, we started about six years ago and we did pretty good, I think. What was, so did you both get new mini bikes first? Dad couldn't dick around and just buy one of you a bike, right? So, so you both got new mini bikes. Is that how it went? And what were they? It was actually a dune cat and a dune cycle. Wow. Those were actually the first, but the first mini bike we ever rode on was a cat slingshot X three. A blue one. Blue so, one. Like so, a 74. How cool is that? So your dad, was your dad then obviously a, a, a mini bike motorcycle guy too? Gearhead from day one. He was more or less a car guy, but if he, if he was alive, he would be hunting mini bikes with us. Okay, so, so. Here's, here's how this thing works the best. You probably don't have to move your camera as often or as much as you think. Okay. Okay, so here's what I'd like to do. I've, I've teased everybody. Yeah, keep your camera straight. There you go. Uh, we've teased everybody with some of the photos that uh, you had shared with us in advance. So why don't we take a look at, because Barris is such a, you know, we were talking about the Barris Superstocker bike, and I want to thank you, Greg, for your help with not only the decals, but helping connect us with the gentleman who made that prototype clutch cover. Absolutely. As, as well as all the other 20 phone calls that went back and forth. So why don't you start off, if you don't mind, and, and show us, you could keep the camera just yep, right the Bears collection and get, give guys an idea of what you have there. Uh, right here. We actually have a couple of draggers. One with a sissy bar, one without. We have bolt style super stalkers. One. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, let's one keep, with cam this. keep that camera yep, still. Sure. Yeah, keep okay. it still. So it's two super stalkers. One was the quasi style with the uh, trailing arm. The other's a hard tail. Then we have an original flamer and a semi-restored reflamer. Uh, flamer we're still working on. But, of course, in the corner, in the blue wrap, is the holy grail for us, which is a mod scene. Okay, so still, still go a little on. bit closer to that, would you? 
This is the mod scene right here, still in wrap from the powder coater. Okay. Uh, this was something that we fell into. And uh, the gentleman I sent, remember the, I sent you a copy of a Superstocker drawing. That gentleman, Kelly Scott, actually handed uh, line for line, however you want to call it, the graphics for the mod scene. And awesome. did an absolutely amazing job. And hopefully we'll get to show you that once it's complete. Okay. Um, yeah, you can go back to a wider shot there. You know what I learned, uh, Greg, is that that Superstocker, actually, yes. you know, you mentioned it. it. It really had two configurations on that yes. bike. Uh, which one of the two do you think is the one that's a little bit more sought after and why? I think, the, well, the most common one you're going to see, I believe, is the hardtail. Why don't you get a little bit, yeah, show us, there you go. Oh, wait, how's that? Is that better? You're, yeah, the hardtail is actually, I think, more common, whereas the one on the right is actually the uh, jack shaft style where it's not as uh, commonly found. But and, and those, obviously, those of you who are watching, you can't really see what he's talking about. But you'll, if you go online, you'll notice that there's two different rear end setups there. Yeah, the it's hard to get into the spot. Sorry. That's okay. They both shared the same four horsepower Tecumseh, didn't they? Uh, yeah, actually, one has the, the, uh, the one with the trailing arm actually has a four horse Clinton. Oh, it has Some of his bikes. Yeah, a lot of his bikes, like the choppers here. These are these are more or less another holy grail of the Barris. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's let California you, choppers. Uh, let's let you stop there and just back off a little bit there, um, if you could. Those bikes oh. may you may recall seeing that Ian Cordova had a similar styled Barris chopper. What was that? Two or three years ago at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, that had that bicycle look to it, didn't it, Greg? He actually, I believe, that was an Alexander Reynolds, but on this the same premise. Oh, okay. Larger front wheel, smaller rear wheel. Yes, you you could you could be right there. Uh, it, uh, it could have been an Alexander Run. It's very similar in style. How about that seat? It looks like an old bike seat from like an old mm -hmm. mod Stingray from the seventies. These here, Kenny Boyd, Indiana, I believe. Amazing job, and uh, he did some of our Barris seats as well as the Queen of Seats, Karen Kraus. You know, oh, she certainly she is. did some of she did four and four actually. I yes. they each did four seats. We have 10 Barris bikes total. So, have, you ever uh, met, have you ever met Karen Krause? Karen's awesome. Oh, yeah. I see her uh, once in a while, once in a blue moon, but she's a good person. Well, make sure you say hi to her. Uh, we've only known each other through the internet, unfortunately, like so many things. So when you see her next, give her a hug for us, won't you? I most definitely will. All right. So and let's uh, let's figure out why your brother's a part of this deal. How does your brother fit into all this? How does Carmine fit in? Hold on a second. I lost my picture. There we go. Um, we've been doing everything from show cars to you name it, Joe. I lost my picture here. Sorry. There we go. That's okay. We've always done. We've always done things. Hold on. Let him answer. Hold on. I'm gonna put him on. Hello, Joe. Carmine, how are you today? Okay. How are you, Joe? I'm doing good. We're waiting for. We want to see your handsome mug on on the screen. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Can you hear me? Yes, he's just trying to get me back on the screen. I don't know what the hell he touched here. Don't worry about it. We'll, we can just talk to you, Carmine. Carmine, how did you? How I don't did know what you? Hold on. <laughs> I love this. All right, there it is. Sorry. There That's all right. That's all right. There we go. There all right. We go. Look at you guys. All right. So, Carmine, which what's your role in this in this mini bike? Chaos over there in Long Island. What, what do you do? Do you buy them? Do, do you work on them? Do you do you collect them? Like 
as crazy as your brother? Who, what, what's what's your role yeah, there? Yeah, actually, I'm the one that started this whole thing when I got sick back about five years ago with cancer and stuff, and I needed something to keep my head going. And it was like, stop cigarettes and get into the barrister spikes, people were telling me. And we wind up collecting them ever since then. And it was like an addiction. One bike was nicer looking than the other besides the Barris and the Stellars. And now I started with Hondas and it's just nonstop now. It's an addiction. And I have a cool wife and family that understand. So that's even better. Well, I want to recognize uh, and, and congratulate you on the fact that you got your arms around what was ailing you. And if whether it was smoking cigarettes or anything else, you know, recognizing it and then making an adjustment is uh, admirable. Uh, you picked a really good way to do it, too. Uh, you know, swapping over fucking Marlboros for minibikes ain't that bad of a trade out, brother. Newports, dude. Newports. I grew up with Run DMC. OK, we used to smoke Newports, though. Well, we have. Uh, I smoke cools in the body shop and uh, Newports uh, were that, that second alternative. You know, if you couldn't find a cool, you would, you would take a Newport if you had to. Exactly. I, um, I threw them out. I was at some race uh, and I had a cigarette in my mouth and uh, I threw it down and a guy referred to it as, um, you know, you, you dropped a nail and he was just like talking about a nail in a coffin. And I finally got it. And how true it is. So that, that's a nasty habit. You turned it into a good one. I see the Hondas. I see the uh, cats. I see the Z50s, the CT70s. Uh, how many CT70s you got lurking over there? We have uh, seven of those. Let's well, see we had seven. Let's see them. Here, let me just show you. Here's, here's my uh, yellow special, the twin ruby red. I got a 75 mean green over here, as you can see. That's the ST90, right? No, that's a Trail 70, 1975, mean green. Oh, it had that color of the, the ST70. And when you, yeah, exactly. It was the same year. They came out with that one year only, the lime green. All right, hold on. And you got to go back. Hold on. You got to go back to my favorite. Go back to the 72 yellow with the tubes. Yeah, the candy yellow. Yeah, that's that's my favorite right there, my special one. too. So stay there. Um, guys, what you're looking at there is see that front end. That's a, a fork tubed front suspension. You won't see those in the models from 71 down. All the uh, vintage bike, the late 60 CT70s have that little sturdy, nimble little um, a quote unquote suspension with that little gator on it. But this one's actually serves almost like a nice uh, tube style telescopic suspension. That made a big difference in the ride. And many folks don't know that. Similar to this red one. Are those original paint bikes? Yes, they are, 100%. These are my three favorite ones right here, actually, yes. How many miles are on those, Carmine? The green one right here has exactly 1,041. My red one has 1,488. And my yellow one has original 1,077. Carmine, can you talk a little louder? We can't hear you. Sorry. The I'm yellow kidding. one, the yellow one was, a th oh, sorry about that, pal. That's okay, back, back you know, off a little bit. But like you were saying about the littler front ends, these are my 70s right here with the smaller front ends you were talking about. See yes. how they have the rubber gator boots on the front? And I, I look, I've got no problem with those. They actually look really cool because the, the earlier they were, they didn't have as much technology and, and they advanced. But so that's very cool. Plus, let's face it, what was the first year on those bikes, 68? 69, 69 silver tanks, they were called back the first year. Yes. So uh, that's been the holy grail you've probably been keeping your eye out for, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. You want to know the truth? Was the seven? See over here. If you go back over here, I have like the MR50. Okay. Oh, those are, yeah, those are. Cool. And my seventy-four XR seventy-five. Roll that I out. Have, roll that seventy-five out. Roll that damn thing out. It ain't doing no good. Hold on. Let roll me that. hold my brother. Hold on, Greg. Let hold me, that. Greg, do Let something. Let me put him on. I'll roll it out. Yeah. We're gonna go a little bit longer with this um, with this segment because it's really you know I try to break it down in thirds, but we, we're trying to get in two almost here, uh, folks. Those of you who are listening and those of you who have been with us from the beginning, uh, I want to thank you for your patience. Uh, you're watching Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. This is a season nine or season five, episode nine of our Garage Tour segment. We're with the Dahlias. Oh, look at those! Uh, are those Agajanian bikes right there with the little mini? Yeah. That's actually my lowered pack mule. Yeah, that's the big by about four inches. No, the one behind that's it. It's a Mickey bike. Oh, it's a Mickey. Yeah, they look like. Oh, sorry. I shut the power off again. Hold on. Sorry, Joe. Don't worry about it, Carmine. It's a freaking podcast. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, right? I know, but. I know. The stress, you know? All right, there we go. All right, so let's, let's do this. Let's right. go. He was going to pull out the Honda. Go back over there. Yeah. Here you go. All right, so look, dude, good, Carmine. Oh, tell he's me. better with this crap. Hold yes, on. Yeah. he is. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. What did you want to know on this bad life? Walk around it. Give us a little walk around. Tell us the story about how you got it and what's the condition and is it mostly original? This here is mostly all original. The guy just repainted the paint on this one here. Okay, this came with a dealer installed Bassani pipe. Oh, nice! Back in 1974. So we, when you we went got out, this when, guy out of Iowa, a, per, a man we purchased this from a man in Iowa. The only thing he did was repaint the fenders, the tank, and the side panels on this bike. So when he went to his Honda dealer in Iowa, he um, he had to buy corn, and he had the option of buying a Basandi uh, aftermarket exhaust bolt-on at the dealer. I, I guess at the dealer, because I mentioned it to people. I grew up with the name Bassani, okay, back in the day, because we had one on our dune cycle trike, and it wrapped around the bucket seat back in the day. So when I seen that on this bike, I was like, oh, my God, I have to have it. So this is one that I have fun riding up and down the street. My neighbors give me the thumbs up, you know. And uh, oh, A little, a little smoke, two-stroke, right? It smokes and everything. This one here is a four-stroke. No, this is a four-stroke. <laughs> this is the four-stroke. My two-stroke's the MR50. Yeah, We actually have a, 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 we have a mint 73 coming in in the next week to two weeks. A week and a half to two weeks, a flawless 73 also. All right. Park so right next to this one. Well, I love the fact that you're keeping um, the uh, Dahlia brother tradition going. Let's do this as we, because unfortunately I don't have as much time. I, I, I could have given you guys a, a whole hour. Let's do this. First of all, who are the guys that are hanging around with you? Give those guys a shout out. Who's there? All right. This is my buddy, Kenny. You he got him down in California with you, What's if up, you remember. About four or five years ago. What's happening, Kenny? You came and bought all four the apparel. Years ago, I went out to California. You did. You came Actually, out with uh, you came Mom's out with got, a couple of gals, didn't Mom's you? Got a, oh, I can't hear him. Yeah. Actually, this. Um, how you doing, Joe? Good to see I you. Actually came, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you came out. I, I remember. I, I remember you came out. You, oh, you cool. came out with a couple of young folks, and you bought a lot of apparel. I that was me. That and was uh, me. I, I right. thought you were a rapper, uh, and you would have been the only white rapper I had met that day. <laughs> Good to see you. So how'd you hook up with these two guys? 
Battery's low. Hold on. Actually, these are my friends for like 35 years now. Nice. And do you have a bike a, there? I, I'm sorry? Do you have a bike that's there? Do I have a bike that's here? Yeah. Actually, no. The, the Cat 3, the Cat 3 was mine, the slingshot. I don't know if they showed you that yet. I got this from a guy out in Arizona. Okay, then, you stand still. Yeah, stand still. So there you go. And then just point the camera towards the bike. That'll that'll help out. Can you see it? Yeah, the uh, the pack mule up on top. No, no, not the pack mule. It's a slingshot. X3, oh, the slingshot. The, one X, yeah. the, the little green X3. Beautiful bike. And that's 100% original. So Every nut and bolt on it. Yeah, go back to it. Go back to the green bike. There we go. So, uh, All right, go back down to the green. As you can tell, this is the first time we're doing this stuff, but yeah, I think we're trying. We're, we're doing our best. You're doing, just focus in on that bike. About, sorry, it's okay, Carmen. If you could just focus in on the green She's bike there. That way. On the green bike. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. All right. Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back and finish up. If we can get Carmine on, and we can say goodbye we're to gonna. Greg on, that would be perfect. We're gonna. Here he is now. I thank you, and uh, it was good talking to you. Well, you as well. It's three, three for the price of one today, folks. Show him that thing that he gave me. Hey, Carmine. There you go, Carmine. I'm back, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> Carmine, yeah, there you go. You know, I used to put him on my eyes, too. <laughs> this is ridiculous, dude. Holy Hi. crap, walking around with power. Oh, I got Hi, it. Carmine, here's what we're going to do. First of all, I want to say thank you. Thank you for um, thank you for the information about the bikes. You guys have some great Bears bikes. I love the Honda collection. Um, I love the uh, the cat section there. That's an awesome slingshot you had there. I like the bigger bikes. I had the bigger bikes. I was looking at that... Um, uh, that Mickey Thompson bike. And, you know, J.C. Agajanian had a similar style bike, so they all kind of had that mini ape look. I, I love those bikes. You're collecting a lot of cool ones out there. Keep it up. Uh, I want to thank Greg as well for uh, obviously being a part of things. Let's put Greg on the photo. Here he is right here. I'm Joe, around. pleasure. And, Always. of course, if we could ever be of help, just give us a shot. We got you. Greg, is there anybody that you'd like to give a shout-out to? Would you like to give that? I want to give a big shout out to Tony Power here in Long Island. Okay. Okay. All right. The Long Island Mini Bike Organization. Of course, my brother from another mother, Tim Fatass Coughlin. Tim. Those are who we're giving shit out, shouts out to. Carmine, I felt like I've known you my whole life. Uh, if I get anywhere near Long Island, I'm going to come over. I'm going to buy you guys dinner. Uh, I can't Dude, think. You come you out anytime, bro. You let me know. I'd be more than glad to have you over. Not too many people come to my museum, as you know, okay? But you'll right. be more than welcome to ever come out here. Okay, Joe, we didn't show you one last barrel spike right here, a real rare one. As you see that one right there? The laid down oh. rickshaw. You see, that was called. If you ever looked into George Barris's history, he built a rickshaw bike. He took the parts of a regular George. I'm trying to show you if you could see, see it. it. Can you get? Yeah. Oh, okay. look at that. Okay, take your time. Yeah. What engines? He inverted the seat on it. If you look, he oh, kicked yep. the seat bar down and took the bars that were originally holding the seat in place to hold the sissy bar in place in the back. Can you send you also, photos? I can send you photos. Do you? You want the photos of that? 
if, if you could take some photos, I'd love to post them on the Facebook page so everybody can get a, a, a chance to look at it and enjoy it as well. What kind of engine's in there, Carmine? That's there. It has a three and a half horse Tecumseh on there. That's original. That came just like you see that bike. I didn't touch that bike one bit. At look all. at that. Look at that front end. Look at those uh, outverted hand, front handlebars there. You could really yeah, put rolling down this. If you look at them, if I was up there and I showed you back in the day, they must have put a certain crimp and put it to give it the certain bend on the top bars, also on the bottom underneath the uh, middle triple trees. Amazing. As a uh, bend out, you know, compared to his original one, this was like a one in a holy. She said there was only one maiden. It was called a rickshaw trial and error. So it's in there as a as a rickshaw bike. Well, that that was worth the price of admission on its own for those folks who are able to put up with us uh, and, and ultimately get a chance to see that unique one off bike. That's a uh, that's a little bonus that you only get watching the podcast, folks. So thank you yeah, so well, much. I'm sure he also showed you the whole Long Island scene. These here were built right here about two exits from here in Long Island. Those are the Speller mini bikes were also built by Republic, who was also. I guess, promoted by Barris Customs. Yes, very similar. When you see, when I show people the Barris bikes, particularly the Super Stalker, many, of them, many of them receive it as a stellar. In fact, uh, Frank, Frank from uh, FNB Racing built a beautiful stellar. It, it has that long, big, full-body mini bikes feel to it. They're, they're essentially, Correct. yeah. Uh, Carmine, look, you're turned out to be a pleasant surprise. Uh, I knew what I was getting with Greg. It's good to meet some of the buddies. Glad you guys are having fun breaking each other's balls over there in Long Island. The yeah, dude, we're be... doing that. We'll be up another couple hours. As you say, I got my daughter over here. Kenny's saying goodnight, so we're all good. All right, good. Give your daughter a kiss for us, and uh, we're going to turn you off on the uh, Zoom, and then check us out on the Facebook Live page. I definitely will. Keep in touch. You want to sign again soon, you let me know. I'll clean up a little better and put some more together quick style, all right? You look great. Uh, it's, it's my honor to see you guys in person. Nice to put the face with the name. Hey, thanks a million, and thanks for the hat also. I want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Have a good one. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Well, uh, that was pretty cool, and I, uh, I enjoyed having a chance really to put that face with the name. Greg, I've talked to, and I've seen him. I don't know how the hell I've seen Greg. I think maybe have been some photos, you know, you, see photos you think you know people <laughs> you know that was interesting not to mention with all the challenges with zoom and the camera i was cracking up with those guys uh thank you because it is a little bit of a pain in the ass once in a while uh, all right so we're having fun i want to give a couple shout outs uh i don't know uh the, it's all you guys recently have had an upswing in the amount of uh, likes and folks that follow the jmbr page uh we're hopeful that continues uh, we'll have another podcast for you, probably, uh, depending on how schedules look the end of the month, try to get back to twice a month. That's our plan. For those of you who are into automotive, uh, that's kind of my scene. I've got a podcast, the aftermarket insider that, uh, Emmanuel and I work on together. Uh, it is, um, kind of a similar style format. If you like this one, although it's a little, uh, a little more professional, dare I say, uh, we'll have on Ira Gabriel, the vice president of marketing for SEMA along with Mike Robledo, who is the, I guess he's like the head guy for SEMA Battle of the Builders and uh, the SEMA 360 virtual show, which replaces the real show in Las Vegas. For more information about how you can get your vehicle in as a 
I don't know, if you have a badass vehicle, import, truck, a hot rod, street machine, go to SEMABOTB.com. That's acronym for Battle of the Builders. It's SEMABOTB.com. Emmanuel's been out and about hustling his deal. We talked to you about our friends over at Happy Campers, Happier Campers. They're happy. They're happier. They're even happier if you buy a camper. Check them out online. If you want the hookup, call E. I want to give a shout out to Linda Boom Boom for that great pizza. Linda, somehow slip me a note or do something. Send me a text. Are the Yankees winning? Give me the Lakers score. We're going to be getting to Sam Blackburn shortly. And damn, Sam goes directly to heaven, although he may want to go to hell for patience and sticking around so long. We've had, again, I put us in a little bit of an awkward spot at the original start. So he bailed us out and we're here and we're going strong. We're going to get to him in a minute. We're going to finish up with uh, Eric Shingles who heads up uh, the big outfit studs racing in Michigan, your go-to place for mini bike performance parts, as well as complete mini bikes. Uh, they've got it all for you. Just don't rob anything over there. Every time I look on the damn Facebook page for studs, there's somebody on video robbing like a freaking spark plug or something. What's up with you guys in Michigan? If you need a freaking spark plug, like call me, fucking me and Emmanuel, like send you to $12. They're breaking Eric's mom's balls about, like giving in her face, like what's going on over there? So let's let's get your shit together. If you're listening in Michigan and you're going to studs and you you want to rob fucking air filters, but on a better note, let's get back to garage tours. Uh, let's plug him in. He's Sam Blackborn. Uh, hey, he made up the name. It's Cocor Racing. It's not just him. He's got a slew of other. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a goat there as well. Sam, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how you doing, Joe? I'm doing good. Good to see you, man. Uh, you got a full garage. Who's over there with you? Uh, I got Billy Powell, Brad DeMoise, and Eric Swingle. See, and there's another one of those Eric little, S's. Yeah, Eric S's and uh, Little Sam. Sam. Hi, guys. I think I know everybody. I don't know if I know Little. Is it Little Stan or Little Sam? Sam. Hey, what's happening, guys? Sam. Hope they're all doing well. Uh, DeMoise had you guys up to some mini bike hijinks this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, he always has something going on racing. Uh, what, what were you guys up to this weekend? Uh, well, they, I, we, and me and Sammy were working on bikes, but uh, they did a four-inch race, uh, little four-inch bikes, drag racing. Oh, nice! Yeah, the eighth of a mile. Dan Coop won. <laughs> we didn't like that, but you know. <laughs> well, you got his address, don't you? Yeah, well, you fix that. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that. I've got a little four-inch project that uh, it's a Temecula Bob micro frame. And it's, uh, I bought, you know, there's a time you could buy those four inch wheels with tires, with air, with like, a, I don't know, a nine year old, they would send them to you for $12. And I bought like four sets of them. And I stuck them on that little micro bike. And I bought uh, a couple uh, power products, two strokes from Eric, who will be on the podcast shortly, Eric Shingles. So I've been mounting up this uh, little small two stroke chainsaw motor on this little micro bike with these four inch wheels. I finally got the long jack shaft that Eric had sent over and ready to weld on the jack shaft tabs and screw all that up. Uh, so Ed comes over this weekend. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. He walks over to the bike and says, what are you doing with that? Why are you, you know, what's anybody, you can't ride those things. Like, why is anybody building a small bike? And I say, you know, I don't know. I got this one. I've got one from uh, RCF. I've got uh, that's a roller and I've got two frames, cellophane, brand new. Um, and I, I, 
I, I guess I've got to get one going. So I guess I can see where the fun is with those four inch, but you're, you're a big tire guy. You're a Harrison guy. You, yeah. you, you guys like those big bikes. And uh, I know you also like uh, Rutman's and I don't know if you got into the little Indian scene, but give everybody a sense who may not be aware, Sam, what's your deal with mini bikes? How'd you get involved in them? And I, I know you definitely like the, the full size and the go fast bikes, but give folks a little bit of an insight on what goes on over there at uh, Cocor racing. Uh, well, we started with the mini bikes about four and a half years ago. Uh, my friend, Billy Powell built a bike called the dime piece and he was posting on Facebook. And I was like, man, I've always been into like mini trucks and G bodies. I've seen that dime piece. So I just wanted a mini bike. So we started messing with the mini bikes and we just went overboard, I guess. But yeah, we, we like the Harrisons. We also like the what we call it the Boss. Yes, um, I rode the Boss. A, a Trailmasters. Yeah, we like those bikes. Um, we have uh, we have like eight of those. I think we have seven finished Harrisons. We have eight Harrison frames. <laughs> so we got stuff all over. Even our drag bikes are Harrison. I mean, well, Sam, let's, we have. Let's Harrison. do this. Let's get into it. If you don't mind, uh, why don't you get a nice wide shot of some of the bikes and uh, take us through what's happening over there along the way. If you run into Billy or Brad and you want to drop those guys in, I'd love to have a chance to say hi to them directly. But I know you've got, you know, there's interesting segment of mini bikers. Some of them like to bolt stuff on and some of them build everything. And I know your family because I met some of them, maybe your sons and your wife. And I don't even know if your daughters were out there. But you guys got engines torn apart and <laughs> frames all over the place. You guys are really, really a team there. Who's involved in that team over there at well, uh, uh, at your place? Well, for the most part, it's me and little Sam in the garage. Yep. Um, What's happening with little Sam? Brad pretty much builds all our motors. Any motor that's a like more than just a little Mod 2 style motor, Brad does for us Um and then most of our fabrication is done by Eric Swingle. Um, Let's see some bikes. Roll a bike out. Roll, roll right. one of those big old – is that the Harrison over oh. there in the corner? Oh, they're all Harrisons. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, right here, the one that Sam's sitting on, this is a Harrison drag, drag bike. Um, this is our first bike into drag racing. Uh, his first pass on it this year, 946. Pull it out. Let's see the motor. Move it like Sammy. What's happening, little Sam? So it's got it's got a full three inch Tillerson motor on it. Um, Brad, and Brad built it. Get up, Sam. He's got a thirty three pumper on alcohol. It's just, I mean, it's a nice little bike. It's it's a Harrison. Yeah. It actually, has a Rutman front end. Um, it's pink. We call it we call it two in the pink. You know, two in the pink on the seat. It's got the, little, <laughs> got the little shocker on the gas tank so oh there you go you sure. see on every bike we have we have a name for it it's always something inappropriate um, you know, yeah i like the themed harrison uh gang, you know. yeah i like that let's um let's pull back because you know when you think harrison you don't think drag bike obviously uh, that's one of the few harrison drag bikes you know uh one of the morris tom morris and his brother they have one that's a probably a little bit faster than ours but like i said this is our first time out with the bike we we just, I am not into speed at all. Like I, 50 miles an hour, I'm good. Yeah, but man. Sammy, Sammy, you know, if they do a hundred, he'll ride it, you know. And, well, so. different uh, speeds for different folks. Uh, you know, as I've yeah. gotten older, I've, I've cared less about uh, going fast in the next K 
camshaft install. It's more about dependability. I want it to start. All right. So look, here's the thing. Let's just start looking at some bikes. What do you got here? A big old uh, mini. This is, another, this is another Harrison. Let's this roll is, it out. So we, we call can this see one goes. We call this one ghost. It has a two, eight, three, five. Tilson motor on it. This is our fastest rider Harrison bike. It's a, I'd say 75, 76 miles an hour with Sammy on it. And when I tell you that we're 75, 76, that's 20 miles. He holds it wide open like that. We ride, that's how we ride up here. You know, we're not hitting a hundred miles an hour, but we'll ride 20 miles at 70 miles an hour. Well, yeah, I you- 50 miles is me, but Sammy and crazy little Brad and Eric, these guys will, but not me. Yeah. You know, he's talking to Eric, uh, about, you know, riding because he had sent me some photos of a pretty long ride that you guys had taken. It's like, wow, it's pretty cool that those bikes go that far and are that dependable. And it's like, yeah, it, you know, I'd rather go 10 mile an hour or less and be able to get back and forth and have that dependability. What do you got next here in front of us, Sam? This is, this one is Colleen. This is another Harrison. This one also has a two, eight, three, five, uh, this one's a little bit of a play off the super b with the black and yes i love it um, the mopar super b's uh especially in michigan fenders, the fenders i don't have the battery hooked up but the fenders actually light up and there's a super b that comes through the fender you can see it yeah um do you show these bikes it. sam do you show these bikes as well you know i show them but i'll be honest with you we ride them so you'll see them more we ride and i'm not taking a shot at anybody but we ride these bikes. So any bike you see in here has got miles on top of miles on top of miles on them. I mean, we just Perfect. ride. Yeah. You know, it, it's a family thing. My wife rides. Um, Sandy rides. I'm going to show you in a minute. I'm going to show you my my older son's bike and my daughter's bike. We we ride. It's a family thing for us. Um, yeah, I've seen some of the photos and some of the videos. And, and you know, you could tell when you guys came out that it was a, a, a true passion for you. Have you guys always been into riding bikes or, you know, no, it's something, it's, honestly, it's probably about the last four years um, we got into it. Um, and, I mean, that's pretty much all we do. I mean, so, honestly, uh, I'm a truck driver. I'm a truck driver, so I'm only home Saturday and Sunday, and that's all we do. If we're not in the garage, we're wrenching on these bikes. We're somewhere riding them for miles and miles, and this is pretty much that's it. We, we beat them up all summer. Then all winter, we get them back to prettiness and back to nice, and then we ride them back and beat them up again and then ride them again. So I see a bunch of, uh, I see a bunch of fenders there up on your um, <laughs> yeah on your workbench. What's the story with the fenders? And let's see some of the inventory. I see Predator yeah. gas tanks all over the place and take off. Yeah, this is, this is like Studs Junior over here. <laughs> these are just what? these fenders are these are like carbon graphite fenders from Harrison's. And we have Harrison chrome fenders, Warrior chrome fenders, Super Bronc fenders. These are all fenders that are going on bikes that are either powder coated and waiting for the fenders or they're upstairs getting ready to get put together. What, what else is lurking over there? Uh, Sam, uh, any goodies? Well, any, where's your, where's your, where's your, <laughs> where's your closet full of motors? Oh, oh, our motor. Well, right there, <laughs> <laughs> right there. But yeah, we, most of our motors now are put on the bikes. Uh, we painted them up this weekend and got them ready for the show. Cause like I said, we beat, we beat these bikes. Hey, I want to thank you. I know that uh, we had had some conversations about uh, doing this podcast with you a time or two before. And Sam, I, I don't know if it could have been my schedule or yours. And then I think we're trying to maybe get it together with you and Eric uh, as convenient as that may have been. I know everybody's got their own story. So I know that you hustled up these past few days getting 
uh, some of the bikes ready as well as uh, getting the place ready. Let's take advantage of that. Keep showing us uh, around. Show us either some bikes or maybe some cool things in the garage that you haven't got to yet. Well, that's, um, the, all the frames are upstairs. I'm going to show this bike. This bike right here, is we call it Steamroller. This is built by Eric Steamroller. Next level me. This is my son's bike. Yeah, this Eric does is, some nice work there. Good uh, job, Eric. In in Michigan, he's probably the best builder in Michigan. Yeah, I, not probably. He's the best builder in Michigan. Well, there's a strong statement. Um, I'm sure it's, we'll, not, it's not really close. Nice. Yeah. Well, look at that bike. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, point it's, out some it's, things that we may miss just by looking at it. Okay. Point out some of the cool so, things. Here's what's cool about this bike. This bike is super custom. The frame has been widened. Because he has two mini chopper rear tires for the tires. So both are rear rims off a of mini chopper. They're super cool. Then it's all real carbon. These, when I'm showing you these carbon graphite, these are real carbon. This isn't wow. ripped. This is real carbon fiber. And let me let me let me hold you there for a second. So when you're talking real carbon fiber, what are you talking about for those fenders and that clutch guard? Well, <laughs> I, you know, that's that's a pricey little proposition. I don't pay whatever else pays. I have a real good relationship with the guy who does it. His name's Chris Bichars. Um, But you're looking at probably like $185 for the uh, fenders, $125 for the clutch cover, probably $150 for the flywheel housing. Even the flywheel housing on this bike has been. Wow. Those are some nice details. Uh, what other cool little things can you point out? Well, I mean, does that thing just, fire up? You want to fire that thing up? Yeah, we can start it up. Come here. Fire Sam. it up. Come here, Sam. In fact, get the next one ready to fire up too. I, we want to hear a little Sammy's bike. Sammy's little, uh, Harrison the drag bike. bike. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. While you get while you get that thing fired up, I'll take the time to thank our friends over at Pioneer Car Electronics. Hey Brad, come start this uh, up for me. I want to thank our friends start. over at uh, Studs Power Sports. Eric will be joining us shortly. Right now, you're, you're looking and you're hearing the backdrop of what's going on in the uh, Blackburn garage in Michigan. We've been talking with uh, Sam Blackburn. He's been giving us a walk around. Pretty much uh, Harrison's and Rutman's and um, some of the cool new bikes, big fat tire bikes. You can get those over at Studs. It's a super nice build. Eric, I bought two. So last two years, Eric's won a lot of shows. And both the bikes he's won with, I bought. I mean, you know, I just, I really admire him. He's, he does real good. Um, you know, it's funny know you much. say that. Uh, that, that. That's very similar to those folks who like, for example, some guys, uh, car buyers, uh, Tom Poteet, for example, a car collector, and he's a pretty successful guy. He loves Troy Trapania cars. And no, no matter what Troy's building or why Troy's building it, he's always really there and anxious to buy it, no matter what, right. because he thinks that might, I think you're in a similar situation. Uh, yeah. It sounds like with uh, you and Eric, um, Sam, that bike sounded like uh, like it should. You know when bikes fire up and they sound like they look, it's always nice. Yeah, uh, oh, that's a nice bike. So you this, know, you, um, what's this one here? Yeah, is this one of those so new? This bikes? Is, 
This is a, the boss. This the is my boss. daughter Jade. Yes, this is my daughter Jade's bike. Um, this bike, we all our debauches, we take the things off and we put sports tanks on. We ride hundreds of miles on these bikes at a time. So this one, my Billy Powell, he hydro did all this. Where is Billy? Let's That's see Billy him. right there. Yeah, Billy what's right happening, there. Billy? <laughs> you man. But he uh, hydro did all this, and then he painted the gas tank for us. Oh, nice! Yeah, looks like yeah, Peter. Looks like Kiss. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, sugar skulls and dead, dead, dead girls. But yeah, so uh, that's my daughter's bike, and then the the lavender bike was my uh, other lavender bike. The steamroller was my son Jacob's bike, and then this bike here, this is black lavender. This is my bike. Well. So is Colleen, but this is my bike. This is the one we built for the Justin Bat and Joe. Uh, Petrolia? Yeah, for their build-off. Um, yeah, and is that a Tilly as well? No, this actually is, is a non-Hemi Predator. Oh, let's um, take a peek. Oh, yeah, you couldn't see it. There you go. And if you look, if you look, it's all diamond cut in there, like like the Harleys do. It's a diamond cut. This bike has, this is just on a different level as far as bikes go. I mean, we took it to Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan. We took it to every show last year, and we pretty much won every show with this bike. So, What 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 do the you bus- see is uh, the, the common attraction that people have for that bike? Is it the dark appearance? Is it that badass it's look? This. It's this right here. So this is a fender, and it lights up through that fender. And you can see as it says slut light. It has a little straw there, and it has mini bikes that are cut up into cocaine, and they're sniffing it up through the straw. Yeah. It's a little play off the cocoa racing thing, you know, like the front of the bike should light up too, should say picture me rolling, just like the giant, just like the hand of ours. It's just, you know. See, I thought you would have like some built-in rails there, so you could just drop down like an eight ball and just like slide it off there. Well, that's what like we got it. this for, right here. The mirror, mirror um, gas tank. We just pop them right there and run a couple off and do a little races. And you know, first one that wins wins. So, <laughs> so we, um, we uh, I want to go back to, you know, you mentioned it, and sometimes just because the name, people don't truly get it. That the big full size bike. Well, no, oh. not that. Uh, oh. The boss. Uh, the no, boss. Yeah. It's it's D A like the boss. The, the boss. boss. Yeah. And yeah. to give, I I know a little bit about it because I rode one like a girl around that track in Michigan when I went out there. Yeah. At <laughs> the uh, dome. And we also, I believe, who was with me? Um, Scott Stebbins. Stebbins. Yeah. Uh, Eric, obviously, my man Myron Bailey, I think, joined us in a couple of Yeah. So we, we had a nice time. And here's what I loved about that bike it was fun. It, it was yes. mini bike and motorcycle light. I, I think Eric was selling them out the door for like 800 bucks. I mean, you couldn't get hurt with one of those things. Um, now, they're not, now they're a thousand, basically. And, and pretty much worth it because I was, yeah. I had a chance from riding it and also letting Eric show me. Uh, they're they're definitely a great bang for your buck. Um, I bet you enjoy getting on that thing once in a while. Do you, do you bug your oh, daughter and ask her to take a ride once in a while, or what? Oh no, I got my own. <laughs> we got. I think I think we have eight the bosses, <laughs> and I bought Billy the boss. I bought Brad the boss. <laughs> oh good. Like you know, we love them. I mean, but this is we ride the Harrisons like on the rides. 
But we ride we ride in the dirt roads and we ride the DeBosses and we ride the DeBosses. Now this is only the DeBoss is the only bike Kathy will ride. She won't. I bought no. I bought steamroller for her, and she wouldn't ride it. She's too fast, scared yeah. her. She. They you know, are. She don't like, yeah. So those, she those, rides with the boss and she loves it. Her, but her the boss is fast. It's like a 65 mile an hour bike, too. So it's a different speed, though. It's a different yeah. noise, a different, you know, you go from a rigid, yeah. rigid bike screaming, uh, built Tilly to a nice little. Oh, go back to that boss. What is that thing powered with? This has got just a little 196 torque converter setup. Yeah, torque converter. Now, what we do on ours, um, as soon as we buy them, all of them. Take them we take off. The torque, we take those torque converters off. We go get Comet torque converters. Yes, Comet. We take, take, we take the Comets out. We put the lightweight springs in. We put our, our lightweight, the lightweight, the aluminum lightweights. Then we put uh, the blue silver springs. So these nice. rev out. They rev out to about 4,200 RPMs before they ever engage. There you so go. Perfect. They, but they that gives us top end. So like this bike right here is pretty fast. Um, it's probably around 60 miles an hour for it. For the big all tire bike like that is that's all you need. Me. And we take, you know, obviously we take the motors apart. As soon as we get them, we take the motors apart, put flywheels on them, put rods in them, put hams and piss, flat top pisses, do head work to them. All that type of stuff, just you know, make them a little more, more bulletproof. Well, you, like you said, really what you've built there, them. Sam. What yeah, you've built there is is you've, you seem to have built a good group of genuine enthusiasts, whether it's your family or your friends, look at these guys are still out there with you now. It's like friggin' midnight, right? Yeah. So you love, you love what you're doing. You, you love what you're doing. You guys are having some fun. You're spreading the love. If you're buying them bikes and keeping them happy with God knows what over there. Um, that's great. Uh, I love the fact that you've specialized in these Harrisons and the bosses, you know exactly what to do. So you become like a specialized shop on those style bikes I would have to say that you'd be the first person I called if I bought either one of them. Uh, what else have we missed that we haven't had a chance to see as we kind of close up? Uh, we're going to move on for those of you who are listening to the podcast. We're with um, Cocor Racing, Sam Blackburn. He's uh, in the garage with um, a few of the guys, Billy, Brad, uh, some of his sons. Uh, I'm not sure if his daughter's still with us. We've got a packed house there. What are we looking at right now? All right. So, well, here's the stand that Eric was going to tell you about. This oh. stand that Eric was giving away. These stands are absolutely perfect if you're working on bikes like this. You can go up underneath, you access your motor plate, everything right there. And this bike here is a Rutman. It's the only Rutman we own. Um, this bike is called it's white trash. It's a uh, given this. <laughs> this is Sammy's four-inch racing bike. We just didn't have it ready for the races this weekend. Um, this bike was given to him by Jeff Saguna. It's a, Probably three or four years ago, Jeff won pretty much every show with his bike. And yeah, swing around the other side. Let me see that motor. This, now this has a two twenty three Tilly Wildcat. The ones that just came out. The, the ones that as soon as he posted them last week, I ordered it, got it in, we painted it. Um, we don't have, we can't fire it up because we took the tins and the valve cover to powder to get it powdered white. And we didn't get them back yet. So yeah, I see the valve cover off there. Uh, what is the difference now? Tell us a little bit about what you know about this motor and why it's so sought after. Well, well, this motor has a stroker crank in it. So it's not, that's why it gives it the little extra CCs. Um, I'm not sure how much I really like it just yet. It has seven bolts on the side cover. So it's a little different. The valve, the, the head on the um, Hemi head, you can't just use a, like a, Predator Henny 
gasket or valve cover. So it's, it's a specialized. So if you were to take the motor apart, you have to get um, the side cover from Tillerson right now. So I'm not sure how much I'm impressed with this motor yet. We'll see. We're, we'll get it fired up this weekend and uh, let Sandy rip it around and see how much we like it. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> but like but with that being else. said, I do love the Tillersons. I mean, every bike I have pretty much has Tillersons on. We, we're believers in those motors as of right now. No, so. Let, let's stay on that then. Uh, what, what is it that has captured your confidence and comfortability with the Tilly rather than everybody else who has still uh, been working with Predators? Are there notable differences well, that you've been able to identify? The main thing for me is the the blocks are beefy, you know, much more beefy. Um, we, we, like I said, we pound on these bikes. We ride and ride and Dumb Sam, he doesn't know anything but hold the bike wide open. I mean, that's sure. all he, you know, he's 14 and he just, you know, if it bike could do 100 and, and if it goes 10,000 RPMs, he don't care. So yep. you have to have, you have to have something that's got some beef to it. And, you know, and plus these, these are uh, 225 motors that you can get from them. The kits come with a 2835 bore right off the bat. So, you, you know, Used to be you'd have to get that board out for and make that into like a drag bike. Now you're basically riding a drag bike rider bike, you know. And, and yeah, considering considering the, the the style of riding the, and you guys are big boys too, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I am. I'm a big boy. The rest of them are small. But you know, Sammy weighs like 150 pounds. But you know. Yeah. Well, give him time. My, my, I guess yeah, my point yeah. is we're we're more. It's like a full size adult bike is really what you're yeah. going for. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and you know. The the these bikes, I mean, they probably generate 17, 18 horsepower, you know. And, yeah, that's a lot. Honestly, Tillerson is making it easy for pe people to go fast. They're you know, used to be used to be you'd have to have someone who actually knew what they were doing, they have to get in there, clearance the block, and they have to do all this other stuff. Now you can kind of just get a kit from Tillerson, put it, slap it together, and you're got a horsepower, you got enough horsepower where you can get your bike to 70 miles an hour pretty much, you know, if you gear it right and they're making it easy for guys to go fast. They really are. And I mean, I well, it's good insight, uh, Sam. It's good insight for those folks who, for whatever reasons, may not have been aware. It's, it's Tillotson, affectionately known as Tilly. You've probably yeah. seen and heard about them. They've, they've really started to be like, they've gone from uh, manufacturer supplier to word of mouth being topical amongst the, the folks in the hobby for at least going on a strong two years. Uh, you may want to check them out to find out more. We hear a guy like Sam talking about him. Obviously, there's some substance behind it. Sam, look, uh, first of all, thanks again. Uh, although I, I, I do appreciate the fact that you guys are staying up late. It's gonna, it's starting to get a little cold over there, isn't it? Yeah, you see these guys in here shivering. Yeah, then, so uh, thank, thank you guys. I, they don't bother me. I, I delivered furniture in Canada, northern Canada. This is warm to me. It doesn't bother me. How many, uh, how many guys are there? Uh me plus four. Uh, Billy, it's just Billy, Eric, and Brad, and then Sammy. He lives here, unfortunately. We'll make sure to uh, send out a half a dozen of these. Uh, let me grab one. <laughs> uh, we've got these uh, snapback uh, Pioneer uh, camo caps. I'll make a point to send six. Send them out to all my friends that were over there freezing their balls off, putting up with this podcast shit when they could have been in bed eating. What are these? Uh, they went they wouldn't have missed it. We 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 had a great time, you know. I thought you had guys would have like some beer and some Coney Islands over there too. I, I don't know. I was hoping I I didn't know how you feel about it. we were going to have a couple strippers over here and you know turn the radio on and let them get 
get live in the back of the barn. You know, we're in a barn. We're not in a garage, too. Just it, you know, know, it's funny. We're in a that, barn uh, out in the country. It was just last night that uh, Emmanuel and I were in a barn with a couple of strippers. So that would be two nights in a row for me. So I, I want to kind of keep that. Uh, look, no, there's that, you know, there's that side of you, Sam, that we love. It's that side where we know you push the button, uh, but you're doing it for all the right reasons. The bikes speak for themselves. Uh, I love the spirit no, behind that. them. Yeah. You're, you're having fun. Uh, and you know, everybody's so concerned about, being politically correct and you can't say this and you can't do that. It's like, it's nice to see somebody just still doing things the way that you're used to. So keep on doing it, brother. Well, I appreciate it, sir. Anybody you want to give a shout out to before we uh, let you guys go well, on to uh, the rest uh, of your evening? Well, pretty much all the little cold core family in Michigan. We have a lot of, I can't, I'm not going to name names because then I'll forget somebody and they're going to be butthurt about it. And like, Oh, you didn't mention me. So everybody that's supported us, bought t-shirts, all over the country. I mean, we sold over 400 T-shirts and over 200 hoodies. I mean, so you know, congratulations. That's of, you know, that's a lot of love we get all over the country. But we also been all over the country. We've been all over the country taking bikes and come to shows. And you know, we went out to your show. We went out to the Wimber show. We went out well the Wimber ride. We went out to New York. We've been all over the place. Um pretty cool to go out and see the different style bikes all over the place so well let me tell you uh considering that i was the guy uh who kind of threw the reunion or party that you came to i can't tell you what it means when all this shit's over with and you're sitting down wondering why it is you did an event and what it is that it how it benefited you or anybody else and i think about and i remember you particularly i remembered how you came out there with your own reunion. There must have been four, five, six people with you. You transported, had your bikes come out. You probably got five grand coming out to California to support these this hobby and to hang with the people. And from the guy who put it on, I want to say thank you because that does not go unnoticed. I, I know it's much different for a guy to wake up, smoke a joint from Orange County and then roll up to my mini bike show. But right, when you got to right, come right. from Michigan and take the family, there's, there's, there's a lot. Of support behind that so thank you what's what's the my man brad over there yeah he's what's showing it? off his go power he's trying to piss off he's trying to piss off eric he knows eric he's trying he is he is definitely <laughs> trying to piss off eric 100 <laughs> that is exactly what he's trying to do but oh, look, um i do want to give one shout out though uh to omar diaz and cleveland flowers uh we come out to your show and they had two really beautiful dry bikes and they certainly did that, Sammy sat over there for hours, just in their ear, asking them questions. And that's where this drag bike came from. This drag bike came from those two guys in Sammy's ear, telling them, you know, this is what they did. This is what they did. And that's where this drag bike came from. So, you know, I just give them both a shout out because it was super cool of them. You know, here's a little kid from Michigan, 13 years old. You know, they could have just been like, oh, okay, okay, kid, you know, whatever. But they took time and Omar really spent a lot of time talking to Sammy, telling the colors of his bike, doing, telling what was in his bike. It was super, you know. Yeah, so was really cool. What you're looking at, that's the that's the drag bike that uh, we're talking about. Uh, and the guys that you're talking about, Omar Diaz was the Dino Champ last year. Omar is yeah. one of the most colorful, outspoken guys there. <laughs> if you ever want to see Omar, you can either go to the Dino or listen to him uh, talk shit to the guys oh, that are yeah. racing all day. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? And uh, Brian from F and B is a super cool guy too. I mean, he he spent his whole day that day just kicking it with us. I 
it was everybody out there was really cool. Chuck, I mean, a lot of people might not like Charles, but he was super nice to us. You know, sit and spent time and talked to us and you know talked to Sammy, made Sammy feel important. That's that's kind of stuff. You know, you go all the way across the country and people treat you nicely. You know, that's well, cool. that, that's how it's supposed to be. Uh, because otherwise it's just a, just an act. Uh, there are two different people sometimes, the ones you see and feel online and then you meet them in person. Uh, I, I've been overly impressed with the people that I meet face-to-face -face that I only know online. And that was, that couldn't have been more true than my trip to Detroit. Uh, and, you know, you and the guys that I talk about, you know, it's pretty much, you got a group of about 12 core guys there. And I, I know most of them, directly and those of you who i haven't met i look forward to doing that again maybe come out there and do some stupid meet and greet at studs after we go to go power sports first right brad <laughs> all right so with all Here's that said, guys uh want to want to thank you uh thanks sam uh for being a part of the joe's mini bike reunion podcast and our garage tours sammy jr you take care over there uh billy and uh, brad and whoever else i missed over there little d or run mc Eric. or whoever uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We'll send you some hats yeah. and uh, some other shit as well. Thank you cool. very much. Thank you, Joe. My, my pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Have a good night. You do the same, brother. Uh, we're going to close you out. You can watch us on Facebook. So uh, we are running a little bit long, but that's okay. It's been a little while. Uh, it's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's brought to you by our friends over at Studs Racing. That's right. If you're anywhere around the Michigan area or you just have a phone or you know, iPhone or a telephone, pick them up studsracing.com they got a brand new site over there eric eats drinks sleeps many bikes scooters lawnmowers anything with an engine anything that smoke comes out of it uh before we bring them on i want to give a shout out to a lot of folks who uh continue to make this little thing happen a big shout out to evil ed had a nice chance to see him this week uh give a shout out to uh, Corey tellerico michael tellerico my uh, nephews and my uh, brother-in-law, I want to say uh, hi to everybody else who, uh, again, recently has come on board the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page. We're going to be giving away some caps. Uh, they're the Pioneer Limited Edition Camo Caps. If you'd like to buy one of the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion No-Go 2020 Ghostbuster Camo Caps, we've got those as well. They're $30. You can pay for them through PayPal. If you haven't had the chance to uh, like the page, go ahead and do it and uh, do us all a favor. Tell somebody about the podcast and the Facebook page that may not know about it. We'd appreciate that. We're going to finish up and close off the uh, final portion of garage tours and uh, how appropriate we're going to uh, visit with the man behind studs racing. One of the nicest guys you're going to meet. Uh, if you're at the Joe's mini bike reunion last year, you would have had a chance to have done that. He was uh, active on site. He had an awesome Harrison award-winning mini bike that he had transported out here by my man, Calman Carisi. And uh, he's going to be a good friend and a uh, supporter of the show. And I'd like to have him join us on the podcast now. He's Eric Shingles from Studs Racing. Welcome, Eric. What's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Um, man, oh, man, my eyes immediately are going beyond you towards uh, what's behind you. What is this beautiful oh. place? And <laughs> what are all those? <laughs> well, ev eventually this is going to be, uh, you know, the new stud showroom. Uh, so you can, that's the backdrop where I'm at right now. So, um, you know, we're, we're using it as a warehouse, but, uh, you know, when, when, when everything gets back to normal, you know, whenever that is, uh, hopefully we'll be able to be up and running here. So yeah, it's, uh, the, the show is pretty much ready to go. 
Eric, what is the appetite been of the customer? Have you been busy during this pandemic? Do you find that people are coming in to buy products because they have more time? Or is are there people that are still without money because maybe they're not working? What, what, what are you sense? What's happening? Well, you know, at my store and at every store I've talked to, uh, you know, say gyms and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, everybody in our field, the, all the power sports business, uh, the, the numbers are, 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 are um, record setting everywhere. I mean, geez, just, uh, you know, vendors can't keep up. Manufacturers can't keep up. Uh, the retailers can't get stuff in. So, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we've been just extremely busy. Uh, even our competitors, it's just uh, just uh, unbelievable. Nobody, uh, nobody expected it. Luckily, we, we stocked up on a lot of stuff early, but uh, still, you know, by the time June and July hit, uh, all the supply was done and the demand was up. So um, what do you attest that to? That's a good question. Uh, you know, everybody makes uh, fun of the, uh, you know, of the, the COVID money, they call it, right? So that could be part of it. Uh, a lot of people, uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. A lot of people that uh, had extra time, you know, maybe they were laid off or they were at home or uh, um, had extra time to build and stuff like that. So, you know, especially here, uh, you know, people working full time, so they don't have time to do their build. So, I mean, yeah, we saw definitely an increase uh, in business uh, on the internet, which was, you know, geez, uh, you know, five or six times what it was, uh, you know, even in the shop, but the shop was, it was tough, you know, cause we, we had to close and we had to close for, you know, maybe six weeks, which, uh, you know, that was, that was, uh, that was crazy. We didn't know what was going to happen. So, uh, and we ended up opening up and we had to let a few customers in at a time, you know, it was nerve wracking. And then, you know, maybe it took uh, two, three months to get back open, but, uh, we still in the showroom, uh, we're, we're normally open 70 hours a week. We're only open 30 hours a week. So, uh, we're closed on the weekends, unfortunately. Uh, we're, we're still hitting a record pace as far as numbers. The website's doing great, but uh, we just, uh, it's just hard to get help these days, you know, whether it be daycare, um, um, you know, daycare, there's no school. So people have to stay home. So yeah, a lot, a lot of our staff, some left, uh, some can only work part-time. So it's, it's tough and been, been really tough. Well, uh, I'm sure that uh, your staff, you've always treated your, your staff's like family. In fact, it is comprised of family, but when I've been there, there was definitely a brotherly style family atmosphere there. Uh, which I know, uh, even with that said, it had to be a challenge for you. So a big shout out to all your studs employees who stuck with you. I'm sure you feel that same way and some. Yeah. Um, so you've got some exciting things happening. You, you had some good uh, sales figures, however it came to fruition, right? We won't ask too many questions about it. We're just glad that it's happening. Did you find many new customers or a part of that new group of folks that were coming through the door or visiting the website? Yeah, you know, it's weird in this hobby, uh, you know, you, you, it's funny, like uh, certain people that have been into it, that people that you would have known for years have just moved on to say like cars or motorcycles or just, you know, retired in general. And then, you know, on come the newbies, as we call them, or the young kids or sometimes older. But uh, yeah, it seems like there's a, a lot, a lot of people I've never met before, seen before. So uh, especially in the Detroit area, a lot, a lot of new people. So a lot of people that, talking about exciting. that, a lot of people talking about the boss. And I know that you, uh, you were one of the guys who single-handedly uh, started to promote that brand and bring them over by the the shiploads. Uh, you even had a chance to, to to have some deep conversations with the manufacturer about styling elements, whether it was exhaust or suspension. Uh, you've been intimately a part of that success. Talk a little bit about that for folks who may not know. Yeah, yeah. You want you want me to zoom into the bike right now, or I'd love you to do that. Let's. I, I just want to get started, but yeah, as many bikes and as many uh, things that you could show us that are worth looking at. I'm sure everything's worth looking at over there. There we go. All right. So yeah, so here's here's uh, some uh, the bosses, which uh, you know in the Detroit area everybody knows. It, it sounds kind of corny, but I'll I'll tell you the story about them. So yeah, these are now known as the uh, Trailmaster 
um, MB 200, which, which is a horrible name because there's like four MB 200s now. The Warrior is an MB 200. Um, the Storm is an MB 200. Um, you know, and then these are an MB 200. So why they named it that? I there's audio. There's audio manufacturers have components that are. You know, everybody's got an MB something, right? So I agree and, and then, with you. And then you throw in that Coleman has a CT 200. It's just uh, you know, it, it makes it hard when 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 you're trying to sell so many parts. But uh, so most people know these as the Trailmaster MB 200. MB 200, um, and that's true. We are we we were the the first ones to. Uh, I mean, we were the only ones selling them in the country um, at one point. So and then that went on for two or three years. Um, they were nothing like they were now. Uh, they, they, we had to do a lot of modifications. Uh, you know, they would take four or five hours to set up. Things were falling off them. The chains were wrong. The drivetrain wasn't lined up. The engines wouldn't hold up. We would sell one. It would come back in the next day in pieces. So, like, like uh, most of the early Chinese scooters that were priced at nineteen dollars, and you rode them twice, and then they were in the shop forever. It, it was exactly that. So, you know, we talked to the manufacturer quite a bit. The distributors. Uh, um, we, we even went down and met with them and. Uh, you know, just uh, fi finally. So this is a lot of people don't know that, but this is we're probably into our fifth generation. We call them Gen 5. So we're in the Gen 5s. They've made several upgrades. They've listened to us and other dealers, um, uh, tailoring them down at Go Power Sports. They've had a lot to, to do with it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got hydraulic brakes now. The suspension's better. The frames are better. Just uh, quality has been getting better and better. And there, I, I would tell you this, it, it honestly is. It, it, it's, I would say definitely the best mini bike built in 30 years, but it could ultimately be the best mini bike ever made. You know, a lot of this has to do with the components that are available today. But so let's talk about that uh, for a second. First of all, these are are these thousand dollar bikes. Yeah, they, they uh, you know, they really haven't gone up at all uh, until this year. Um, and, and, and the cost has been going up for two or three years, whether it be tariffs. Um, that's the hydraulic brake setup that's on it. Nice twin piston caliper, uh, full suspension. But what, uh, size, know, what size wheel tires are on that? They're a 197 by eights. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, great, great, great for off road. Uh, but you know, with tariffs, with shipping, uh, that brake setup, it's only went up fifty bucks. So for nine fifty, you know, you can buy a Coleman all day at Walmart, you know, for a few hundred dollars less. But it's definitely not going to hold up like these. It's certainly not going to ride like these. But um, you well, know, I was going to give a quick shout out. You mentioned Scott Stevens before, and uh, you know, he he helped us a lot because you know we we would um, you know he bought like five or six of these right off the rip. And, uh, you know, he would just, he would ride them like uh, motocross bikes, just beat the crap out of them. So we knew what the weak points were. We needed what, uh, what needed to be fixed. And like I said, there's a big help with him. Then, um, now with, uh, although he's like the off-road King, you know, like Sam Blackburn mentioned, he's got a whole fleet himself. So, I mean, uh, between those two guys, they, they probably have more than anybody in the country. You know, they, they really help us and, um, and help me as far as telling us what the weak points are and what needs to be done. I remember, Eric, when I rolled out there, uh, before we got to your place, we stopped, uh, I thought we stopped at Scott's first, where he was, he had one that he was, he met us in, he had one that was being assembled, he had one that was in parts, he definitely was into those bikes, and I didn't have a chance to really get on one until we went around uh, that that paved track, and it, it just felt nice, it had just the right power, I didn't believe it, the pricing, uh, do you sell just about every one that you bring in? How, how have sales been? Pretty brisk with these. Oh, let me get back here. Yeah, they uh, they've been uh, they've been phenomenal. Um, the thing is, is, it's a demand issue and a supply issue. So uh, you know, everybody ran out at one point. You know, we had bought uh, we had bought a hundred of them last Christmas and got stuck with about half of them. And uh, you know, when COVID hit, uh, I was the only one that had them left. So that was great. 
we started shipping them. Um, and then once the supply ran out, I, I had to stop shipping them. I mean, we were having major failures with uh, UPS, with FedEx. They were getting lost. Uh, it was horrible. So we just yeah. started selling them um, locally. And we still, uh, we get a shipment in. I say I order 100. Who knows? We get like 12 or 15 or 20. And so it's been, been really hard to keep them in. Um, this last month, this parts in general, everything. Uh, we're back to about 90% uh, stocked with parts. So, um, you know, the website, oh, it was, it was, it was bad for a while. You know, we, we, people would order stuff and, you know, we just wouldn't have it. And, and nobody would. It was really, really crazy. So, yeah, you know, I saw that some of the mail order guys took some hits online. Uh, yourself, uh, not as much. I did see some comments that were made about, you talked about Go Power Sports and a couple others. Folks just had to realize, you know, let's face it, they had nothing to do but bitch online, right? They're bored. They order a part. They want it there yesterday. They, they don't take into account that everybody's in the same situation where everybody wants to buy it and there's not enough to go around. No one has any patience. And all of a sudden, you're a bad guy. Instead, most, most, people, most people got it. But man, yeah, we took we took hits just like everybody else. What? I ordered my part yesterday. Where is it yeah. at? You know, <laughs> and they're going to tell everybody they know to not buy from you. And yeah, I saw a lot of that useless nonsense online. Uh, but, you know, those of us who know, we know who we're talking to. In fact, all the guys that are part of this podcast sponsors, that there's that great photo of you and um, uh, Taylor from Go Power Sports going at it with uh, the boxing pose when we were yeah. all together at the mini bike show. And I know that uh, although you may be competitors, you're also business partners because uh, to your point, you know, you guys are biggest vendors, you know, who buys more pipes from F&B than you or them, right? Who buys more of these, the bosses than you or, or them. So you and Go Power Sports actually have a, a, a firsthand view of not only what's going on, uh, from a sales perspective, from this this industry and this hobby, but you're also there speaking on our behalf, and it seems like you made some headway getting them to improve that that bike, the boss. So, uh, yeah. continued success with that. You typically have some good sales. So, if you're out there and you're thinking about buying a bike and you've got an extra thousand dollars that you're keeping, uh, you know, on the side, uh, maybe you want to keep your eyes out. Uh, they've got some inventory over there at Studs. Let's take a look at some of your personal bikes, Eric. Hey, you know, I was going to tell you the story. I got sidetracked. So the story was, I said, it's going to be a little corny, but so we got these things in They were there. There was no name or anything. It's just like a typical Chinese bike that came in and we're thinking about what we're going to call it. Right. You know, so I'm like, ah, what are we going to call this thing? Well, we put the first five or six on the floor and we had a group of guys came in and right away they, they weren't on the floor for more than like 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, they're looking at these bikes. They're like, wow, you know, swearing, what the hell is this? This thing looks cool. And the, and the guy said, you know, that shit's the boss. So I said, man, did you hear what that guy said? And they said, what? I said, he said, that's the DeVos. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, just like the, how they came up with the Nike name. So I said, you know what? I said, these things are so cool. It doesn't matter what we call it. So I'm like, we're going to call it the DeVos. So anyway, so it stuck. So everybody in the Detroit area, that's what they, that's what they know them by. So. Well, uh, you fooled me, Eric. So here, you want to see what we got here? Yeah, we do. I want to see some of those uh, Harrisons uh, as All well right. as some of the other things I may not have seen. I'd see a little, a uh, little, enduro action there see a little uh yeah well this is some bikes i just pulled out which is cool so this is um this is a, another bike that was made in michigan a bro uh, by, held, by held products um they're out of utica so this is what they call a super bronc there was uh, several models and i guess this would be almost like the deboss of old you know like early 70s that's a full suspension bike you can see these big big giant fenders on there some people think they're even like trailer fenders but uh big big eight inch tires um, this was a VT10, so um, that's a 10 horsepower Tecumseh. This one actually was built uh, as a local guy, that very well known, the Morris Brothers. That, that's one of their motors right there. So that's a 10 horse Tecumseh. And 
Pretty bike, big, big. I mean, a lot of guys get these bikes in the area and they want to go fast, but it's hard to go fast on a big, heavy bike like that. Eric, um, that extended rear fender, uh, what is, what's the, what's going on there? Uh, you mean behind the fender? That's a trailer hitch. <laughs> they, they actually made, um, they, they made, they made a lot of tow behind carts. They made, uh, they made like uh, basically golf carts back in the day, just all kinds of stuff. So pretty Got cool. It. Very. I won't spend too much time on that. This one, this is a personal favorite. Um, I just love two strokes and this is, um, this is kind of a rare uh, Fox mini bike. I'm sure you've heard of Foxes. Desert Fox. So this came, uh, this came with the, uh, with the, the eight, 17. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, nothing smells and runs like a two stroke. Right. So plus they um, had the slanted engine mount that is it a 90 degree angle. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, it's like a, like a 45. Oh, there you go. Yep. A little torque. Is that kind of torque converter on the side of it? Yeah. Yep. yep. 30 series. Yeah. Looks like pretty original paint and that, whatever's going original. on there. Nice. Yeah, it's all original. So when when I see a bike like that, I hate to get rid of it. You know, it's a when nah. it, it's a it's a survivor. Yes. Um, this, this is one I just picked up. Uh, that's a you know what that is, right? Hornet. I sure do. The little green action there. What do you got for yeah. a motor in that thing? You know, that's a that's just a Tecumseh snowblower motor. But uh, yeah. it's a, when, when I get a running driving bike, I hate to hate to part it out. But that's probably something I would sell at the store. We just haven't had time to. You know, without getting any new bikes, I probably I, I had uh, time to actually clean out my closet a little bit, but uh, that's probably one that I would sell. So. Yeah, I dig the handlebars. I love the front logo there, that Hornet decal. Let's see those handlebars again. A little, little cool fender, too. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's the handlebars. Yeah, kind of a unique little design there. What's next door? A little Rutman action? That's my first build. Uh, Spider? That's, um, that's my uh, Rutman. Oh, my tactus fell off here. It's a real damp in this building, and I got to get a dehumidifier. So this was this was my first build. Um, the orange long frame spider. Yeah. And uh, you know, back in the day, you know, it's it's almost like uh, if you were in Ford country, you couldn't drive a GM, right? So uh, I'm like, man, I can't put a Chinese motor on my Rutman. So uh, <laughs> and, and, and back then, with the original four cycle Chinese engines, they just weren't really good at all. So you know, we had to go with a brig. So you know, we put a cam in it, eyebrowed the block. Um, nice, nice little power plant. It's not the fastest bike in the world, but it, it does a good 50, 50 plus miles an hour. And that's fine with me on it. So that was one of the tanks. You know, we, we were one of the first guys to start custom making tanks. So this bike's been around a while, but uh, um, actually it's probably one of the first bikes I've seen powder coated. Uh, God, it was a fortune back then, but uh, it, it came out nice. And, and that's still, yeah. one of my, still one of my favorite riders. I love the uh, traditional orange uh, color, despite the fact that it's uh, powder coat rather than paint. Got that Springer ah. front end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, you, you can't miss that Rutman seat. Uh, yeah, nice little bike there. You got a similar one next door to it, the blue one. Yep, that's one of our custom blocks. So yeah, this is um. So I almost built my my daughter Sophia, who I was going to bring out to uh, California, but of course we didn't have the reunion this year. But you know, most girls like hot pink, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, just before I started to build one, she goes, "Dad, uh, I hope you don't build me a pink bike." So uh, yeah, I found this blue one. So this is also, um, you know, we're. We love riding Rutman's around here, and that's also another local uh, local manufacturer that was uh, right in Dearborn for years. So that's another long frame. Hers, uh, same thing. We went with a little uh, three and a half horse Briggs because she was young when she first got it. But we got this thing geared so tall, it, it still does probably about fifty miles an hour with that little three and a half on it. But uh, do you have the uh, Rutman ID tag for either one of those? Uh, nope, not on those two. Um, this is uh, this is Jacobs. 
it's uh oh my god like jacob just loves to fly around and uh although he's a little bit younger than like uh sammy blackburn he likes to ride with the big boy so he'll you know i'm afraid to even say it but uh he, he does about 70 miles an hour on this <laughs> Go, now, this, uh, now, now you heard uh sam mention eric swingle this is one of his uh builds that i bought um and that's his logo right there it's uh, nlm for um uh, next level minis he calls it but uh yeah this bike this bike is uh my son calls it rudy but it's a root beer float is what it was called and um it's got an old vintage uh vintage root beer can on the side for um a catch can catch can yeah nice. and the whole motor every, everything's like cream cream and brown and this has got uh uh, Chris Bull's Arts that uh, also does Sam Fenders. Um, he did the Fenders. These are all carbon fiber. Very nice. And then what they do is they they clear them and they um, they tint them. So this was um, actually the same, almost the same um, what they did on my Harrison that we brought out the to you. So yeah, nice. Well, yeah, that Harrison. In fact, I ran some photos as you know, teasing the podcast, and um, folks are still in love with that bike. Well, th there she is, right there. Yeah, so this bike uh, was one of the top bikes at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Walk us around this, won't you? Yeah, sure. Well, let's start. With the, I think what sets this bike off, I mean, other than the engine, is uh, is the fenders. I mean, they're just beautiful. Um, they, they, they took over a year for the, to even get them. I mean, they, it's a long process. They had to make molds for them, but uh, beautiful. Um, that is real carbon. And then, uh, you know, of course, they, they tint them and then paint them. And then we've got the Hoosier tires on them. It, this, this was a Harrison frame. But uh, but it's been completely modified. So um, and that's what makes it nice. You can see the this is much wider than a normal Harrison across. And then I'll, we'll, I'll take you to the back. It's also a lot wider in the back. But um, we how, also far, how much wider did you make it? Uh, probably about five inches wider. Wow. But, uh, that's that's another that's another thing. Yeah, it's hard to tell because the motor is so big. But that was another thing. Uh, I, I, I think I was one of the first to do this. It was kind of cool. We wanted to make it look like the engine's floating there. So if you look at it on the side, you don't see any, uh, you know, it looks like it's just up, suspended up in the air, but down those two rails and you can see the adjusters there, which make it nice to slide the motor back and forth. Yep. I see those. I noticed those. Yeah. Last year, that, that's a nice little, um, not only does it, is it technically merit, but it looks good too. Like the tank. Yep. Tank was cool. Um, yep. The seat, seat I'm probably going to redo, but it's, it, it's not, it's not that comfortable when you're, when you're riding it on long rides and uh, you know, I, Sam had to beat me up because, uh, you know, it's, it's, when you spend a lot of money on a bike, you do hate to ride them and, and tear them up. And, uh, you know, Sam called me out this year. We went to Ugly and uh, I'm like, all right, well, Sam's going to ride his black lavender bike. I got to ride this bike. But, yeah, we we, we ride it a hunt. This rode another hundred miles this year. And this, this bike's pretty fast, uh, but it's awesome. Uh, good time. Yeah, I good shared time. that point of I remember us uh, us being you and I, Eric, with uh, sharing that conversation we had with Sam, which was. It's not just about who can go faster. It's about we got to get home, and we want it. We want it to run. We want it to be dependable. Uh, oh, I like the way that um, I don't know how I missed the the work that you did with the molding and crafting of that rear fender. Yeah, it's got a little tail on it, and uh, and also another favorite thing of mine is I love the uh, custom fender bracket. So we got yeah, a bad guy that works at studs that, yeah. that can make stuff like that. So very yeah, cool. that's motorcycle light. Very nice. Now you, you saw my cover. My cover actually, when I was riding it, we found that uh, it gets so hot in the tab. So we had, we had to basically uh, we had to make this custom. Uh, we just basically took this plastic black cover and just hacked it up. So um, no failures this year. So yeah, it was great. But really really fun to ride and still hey, looks Eric, good. Eric, I saw a really cool stand that was uh, supporting one of uh, Blackburn's bikes that uh, I think he got through you. Did that ring any bells? Yeah yeah that's. Um, 
I mean, we carry a few different stands, but that one's great. It's got a little uh, tool uh, magnetic tray on the bottom. It comes out. It's adjustable. Not only do they use them to uh, work on the uh, mini bikes, but it's great for the shows. So they've been really popular. You know, it beats a milk crate, you know, like that. So and then also, too, if you got to get underneath uh, the bike to, like, change the oil, you can't do it with a milk crate there. I mean, some guys will cut the milk crate out on the top, but, you know, it's just flimsy and will fall apart. So those things are like 55 bucks on the site. And like, so we're going to give one away tonight, right? That would be awesome. In fact, Eric's uh, Emmanuel just uh, put a photo up there. What's the name of that stand? Does it have a name? Uh, I believe it's made by Unifit. Yeah. So uh, check them out. They're on the site. It's uh, studsracing.com. Uh, we saw them. We liked them. We'd love to give one away. Do you mind if we maybe just uh, take a look at some of the comments after the podcast and we'll find one that's uh, entertaining and we'll we'll give one away. We'll put them in touch with you. We'll swap email addresses. That would be nice. I'm sure people would like that. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, all right, let's continue. What do we got here? Another uh, a Rutman that, too? A pack mule a Rutman, or something? That's, that's a Rutman judge. Oh, a judge. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of that and the pack mule are, are very, very rare. Hard to find. Um, it's <laughs> real humid over here. Frames. This one's taking a hit over here. So uh, it's, uh, you can see it's got some rust and stuff on it, but uh, still it's a, you know, it's a nice frame. You know, that's uh, basically they're sort of copies, you know, that's where Harrison copied off of, you know, they, they actually suit each other. So, you know, same thing with uh, Speedway and Rupp and all those guys, but um, very, very similar. Yeah, I like that little, uh, that twin exhaust pipe. I, I love the far forward mini apes that you've got lurking there. The, the tank, yeah, there's a lot of uh, parts of familiar other bikes. When you look at this bike, you can see other bikes too. You can see where there was some part, um, what would they call that? Coercion. Yeah, if you can find these tanks, and that those tanks are awesome. Everybody loves those tanks that you can put on something. That's a, that's an original tank. Yeah, but, uh, they they fit so good on the on the Harrisons and everything else. Um, this is one of my favorite bikes right here. This runs and drives. Um, it's won a lot uh, a lot of awards for me at the, some of the local shows. It's a hilltopper, it's a survivor. right? Yep, that's a it's a hilltopper. Yeah, and uh, it's got a front ski. I got the front ski for it, but that's got the original Tecumseh with the lighting coil. Love the gold. It reminds me of that Pinto gold. You know, some bikes look just look good in gold. That one does. Got that. Got a little. Got full size tires, but a little smaller one in the front. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, six, six in the front, eight in the back. Kind of just uh, just like the boonie. That's yep. his, uh, bro, his brother right here. So yeah. He, I'm sure you've seen a lot of boonies. Um, I, another, I love that's this. Another complete bike. So this one has that shifter on it, Eric. Show us that shifter and how does that work? Uh, you know, they never work that well, but uh, yeah, it's got a two, um, it's got a two chain setup on the jack shaft. So you, you know, you've got basically two different gears. High and low. And it's almost something like you'd find on a lawnmower, but uh, yeah, it's like, um, it's a shifter for first and second speed. And uh, I mean, it's cool. Uh, back in the day, it was really cool, but uh, you know, they're very hard to find. Most boonie bikes you see don't, don't have that. I, mean, I saw, I, I, I saw a kit. Uh, I saw, uh, I don't know if it was running. Uh, it also had the uh, ski. There's a, a similar sister to the Heathkit Boonie. It's called the El Charo, which is oh, Albur El Burro. El Burro, yes, El Burro. When did yeah, that, that's even, and, and El Burro is even bigger. Yes. So those folks are those bikes. You know, you don't see them like you do all the other popular predictable frame styles, but you do see them out there. Usually, when you see them, the frames have been rewelded two or three times. The high low doesn't yeah. work. They're really not running. They're mostly like all the parts are there. And good luck. The problem I always found with those bikes is appealing. And, and when you did find them, they weren't very expensive, Eric. Like you can pick them up for anywhere from like five to 800 bucks to start. 
but they're so big. It's like you bought a Harley. You know, you can't just stick them around. Look at the size of those things. You know, they're, they're oh, just right, right, right. So well, same, same thing with this bike. This um, I shouldn't have done it, but because uh, they're so hard to find now. But this was a booty bike as well that we had. Actually, if you if you look closely, you can see we actually cut the rear of it off and, and swung it around. So now that the, uh, the 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 bars go out instead of in, like on that bike. So that that was that was my big block drag bike that we made. Uh, oh shit, it's about five years old now. That is, I I've never. I've never seen anything like that. Interesting. So th this is a heavy bike. Um, like I said, it's, uh, it was probably way over engineered, but uh, it's, it's fastest time it was about eight twenty six. Wow. Yeah, we never did. We never did break into the, into the sevens. Uh, just didn't have the technology back then with the size of the bore and stuff like that. But um, it was a consistent bike at like eight forty six. So, I mean, I always started every time because it didn't have a crazy build on it, but um, it, it's still dynoed. Uh, it's still dynoed uh, in the 40 horsepower range. So, I can't wait to see people's reaction 40 years from now when they see that bike. Yeah, that's actually got one of our old, uh, as before we were studs racing, you know, studs power sports. Like it's got an F&B pipe on it. So, uh, oh, look at that. That F&B pipe looks like it's, it was born there. Big four disc clutch. But uh, yeah, like yeah, I nice said, now it's, uh, now it's old news. But, uh, you know, for its time, it was a uh, fa fast bike. Still, still one of my favorites. Yeah, another golden Obi. It looks really good. All right, so let's uh, let's come on over here. We saw those. We saw the boonie bikes. This is actually uh, something I I may restore. I'm not sure. I'm actually uh, uh, in talks with Marguerite. This is an old Marguerite. Uh, they might want it for their museum. So this is a '65 Marguerite with uh, twin 130s on it. Wow. How did you come across that bike, Eric, or that cart? You know, somebody came in for service on it, and I made them an offer, and they said you can have it. So. Um, <laughs> well, there's this. this um, how but... fast do you think this 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 cart goes? Um, let's see the 250 shifter carts would be well over a hundred. I would imagine this thing's got a hundred in it, doesn't it? 90. Yeah. I don't know. They, they say 140. Jesus Christ. Can you, man, the only thing between your nuts and the, and the pole up there is that little pad, you know? So yeah, that wouldn't be big enough for me. But even back then, uh, they had, uh, you know, they have got, uh, uh, twin brakes, you know, brakes on uh, each wheel. So I, I originally wanted to ride this thing, but now that I'm getting a little bit older, I think, uh, I'm either going to hang it up or, like I said, sell it. But uh, I did I did want to ride it. But uh, I think that's a little scary for me on those little tiny tires, you know? That's just a great uh, thing to have around. I wouldn't I wouldn't let that go at all. Just keep it there. Let everybody else drool over it when they see it. Exactly. This bike right here, uh, this has a lot of history to it. This is um this has studs all over it. Um, when we bought, uh, we bought every part that Baja had when they went out of business. And uh, this is obviously a doodlebug frame, first gen. So, um you know, they, they, they ran out of forks just like most, most uh, companies. Cause that's like the first thing that goes right when uh, sure. somebody hits something. So we were able to buy 500 frames and uh, they made me a good deal. They shipped them to me. And um, so we were selling frames and we were actually putting uh, this as the, uh, the Azusa frame on it. Uh, the Azusa fork set, I mean, which uh, you know, you had to make a couple modifications, but it worked great. And then, uh, so what the hell are we going to do with these frames? So we pretty much come out, come up with the idea of, making live axles and if this wasn't the first live axle bike in the country i'd say it definitely was the first three um and it kind of took off from there you know we made you know obviously you can make trikes but uh that was a, that was a cool fad it allowed us to put uh, brakes on the back and we, we sell these kits uh at the store website too we still sell them today we have the the you know every, everything's lined up so you don't have to do the work you know our brake that we sell comes with this line it mounts to our brackets all you got to do is weld the brackets on there um, it actually extends extends the bike without extending the bike. So 
by welding your axle to the back of the bike, it, it extends the wheelbase six inches. So, um, what year was whole, all this happening, Eric? What year was all this going on? This bike's pretty old. Uh, I'd say, um, this bike's gotta be maybe close to 10 years old. Yeah. And that customer really was the awakening of a lot of those guys who just graduated from street mini bike and are really wanting to go fast. You started to yeah. see a lot of those guys as customers. How, what's, uh, what's the current spirit of drag racing going on in the streets over there? Uh, you know, it just, uh, every, everything's kind of died off, you know, uh, Brad DeMoise there, uh, he, they, they kind of came up with something last year because, uh, well, first of all, I think a lot of it just has to do with, you know, the cops really pushed us out everywhere and, you know, to their defense, just, uh, you know, just the, 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 the sheer numbers that we had at certain events just made it hard to be, uh, to go under the microscope, so to speak. So, um, you know, when you've got, uh, maybe 10 people that maybe they wouldn't bother you, but you, you start having people, you know, camping and you've got a hundred people at an event on a street, it's, it's kind of hard to go unnoticed. So, um, yeah, I think the whole, I think the whole hobby is starting to get a uh, good and bad, uh, reaction to, um, things like there's a, a movie out now where there's a lot of what uh, goes on in the streets of Detroit now on the big screen. Uh, I don't know what the name of the movie is, but it's out there with a lot of young kids riding bikes and all kinds of bikes and scooters and mini bikes and quads. Again, like you see in Detroit and even in LA, now it's on the big screen and more and more people are going to see it. And sure enough, and almost pretty predictable, we went to our typical Friday night Grom ride and we show up and uh, there's dudes with no helmets and dirt bikes all about doing wheelies and the guy with the snorkel and a swim mask on, on a quad with flip-flops. You know, I, I love the fact that it's calling attention to the mini bike hobby, but it's also bringing out these crazy stunters and these showmen who are, it's all about them and they're riding reckless and they're riding safe. And as a result, everybody kind of gets a black eye. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie or what the name of the movie is. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there'll be some good goodness yeah. that comes out of it, but um well you, you know, we've always pushed safety and, uh, you know, some people get it, some people don't, but unfortunately, you know, I, I'm probably there too, but we, we get customers that come in and they, they get hurt really bad or, or even die. You know, we, we usually get a few people that die every year and it's, it's usually something stupid, like, uh, no lights and they're riding at night or they're running stop signs. Um, and you know, yeah. definitely it's put a black eye on the, on the, on the sport for sure. Um, well, if you're out there riding, uh, whether you're listening to me and you're out in L.A. or you see Eric and you're listening to him in Michigan, uh, safety riding, you know, it's all about getting home so you can do it again the next day. That's the way I look at it. I'm kind of selfish, right? You uh, you know, uh, and I'll tell the story really quickly, but, you know, I was in a bad mini bike accident on one of our long rides, uh, um, you know, whether it was my fault or somebody else's fault. Nonetheless, it was an accident. But, uh, yeah, I, I fell off at about 60, 65 miles an hour, flew about 20 or 30 feet and you know, if I didn't have my gear on, um, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you today. So definitely, uh, I didn't have a very expensive jacket on. I did have a nice helmet on, but, uh, well, when I say nice $150 helmet, they mean, they make helmets over a thousand dollars, you know? So, um, but it saved me. So I'm, I'm here. You know, when I see a lot of new riders show up and, uh, although it is as important as anything we could talk about here, which is rider safety, I see a lot of new people that show up on our Friday night rides and they're showing up with, um, a t-shirt and sneakers and shorts. And it's like, dude, um, man, you got to invest in yourself. You got aftermarket pipe, you got different tires, you got different uh, headlight on there. It's like, where's your gloves? Like, where's your boots? Where's your strap on, you know, kneecap and your shin guards? Like sooner or later, and you can not even have a say so in it. Something can happen. You know, you could run, you can ride over some leaves. Somebody can rear end you. You can get hit by somebody else. You got to be protected. So if you're riding, whether it's a mini bike or a Grom or whatever, suit up. 
uh, what do they say? Um, you know, you, you're going to have to have something uh, when you go down because either your hands are going to hit, your knees are going to hit, or your feet are going to hit. So get on it. Um, hey, Eric, uh, it's been nice to eavesdrop into uh, some of the the cool, um, I guess it'd be your your future showroom, as well as some of your uh, cool bikes that you've had in your collection. Uh, I've always uh, know I can count on you and you too. I think we originally had you scheduled to be on a, an earlier podcast, but we had some schedule changes. Um, thank you as always. I got a little something, something for you. That I want to send back. Thanks for taking care of me as always. I got that extended 11 inch jack shaft and, um, I'm going to put that on that little micro Temecula Bob bike and hopefully get that, uh, power products engine that I acquired from you going. So hopefully I have a video to send to you pretty soon. Now that I've got some time to get to it. Is there anybody that uh, you maybe want to give a shout out to or say hello to, uh, before we let you go? All right, so um, we find out that Eric got disconnected. I'm sure Eric would like to uh, thank everybody and his staff that's still helping him out. Hey, guys, thanks. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. We ran a little bit long, but hopefully we, you enjoyed it. Uh, Emmanuel, thanks again for the help there. I'll hook up with you a little bit later on. Uh, our next podcast will probably end up sometime at the end of this month. We'll check on Emmanuel's schedule, and we'll figure that out. Uh, we bounced around to a Tuesday night instead of uh, our typical nights, which are Thursdays. We don't have really a set night, um, so uh, maintain some flexibility if you could with us. Uh, check out the site uh, or the Facebook page for more information. Uh, it would have been a year as we end tonight's podcast. It would have been a year um, a couple of weeks from now uh, where we would have all been together celebrating at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion here in beautiful La Crescenta. But a little something popped up, and um, as a result, we'll see you next year, the 2021 Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. There's already some good things happening I bet I can get one of those uh, bikes from Eric to give away. I bet we see Sam Blackburn out here. I bet we get Greg Dahlia to show up with Carmine and some of his cast of friends. Um, we got a good group here, and uh, we're all going to be together celebrating and giving each other high fives in about a year from now. Uh, it was good to see you, Evil Ed, if you're still listening. Um, it's good to see people. So if you have a chance to drop by to see somebody face-to-face, -face, it was good to see um, all the guys in Sam Blackburn's barn getting together. We're not doing a lot of that in California. We're still kind of stuck. So uh, and when we see you, you have to have a mask on. So it's, it's awkward, but it's good for the soul. And it was good to be with you all tonight. Hope you felt the same as Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast brought to you by Pioneer. Um, we'll see you the next time. Have a good one, everybody.